Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. If you feel like your business is drowning in inefficiencies, it might be time to decode the problem and break it down by the numbers. Let's start with 37,000. That's the vast community of business owners who've embraced NetSuite. 25, that's the number of years that NetSuite has been revolutionizing financial workflows and accelerating success. Which brings us to one. NetSuite offers tailored solutions, all consolidated within one streamlined platform. Unlock the power of NetSuite today. Download our acclaimed KPI checklist for free. Just head to netsuite.com slash cbs. That's netsuite.com slash cbs. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, as we come on the air, a number of developing stories. President Biden set to address Congress and the nation. Also tonight, the death toll soars to nearly 8,000 from that powerful earthquake in Turkey and Syria. People trapped under the rubble and the miracle moment as rescuers peel rocks away to find a baby just born still alive. Well, tonight, the race against time to find survivors. A big night here in Washington, President Biden's second State of the Union, from the economy to China to prescription drugs. What key issues will he address? The burning from that train derailment may be over, but the toxic material lingers, the growing frustration for residents. And a first look at China's spy balloon. Take a look at this picture as we learn that some of the surveillance aircraft is now at the FBI lab at Quantico. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on a busy night here in the nation's capital. President Biden set to address, address the nation tonight in what will likely be the largest television audience of the year for him. He's going to be touting his accomplishments and we have just learned that he will directly address Republicans, urging them to work with him. The other major news tonight, the quick-thinking flight attendants preventing a mid-air disaster after a fire started right after takeoff. What caused the fire? We'll have more on that in just a minute. But we do want to begin overseas as time is running out for victims buried in Turkey and Syria after that massive earthquake with a death toll at nearly 8,000. Officials are warning the end of a critical three-day time frame to rescue people is approaching, and there are freezing conditions that are making the search effort even more difficult. And we're seeing these heartbreaking scenes like this one, a grieving father holding the hand of his 15-year-old daughter. 
who died when their apartment building collapsed. A U.S. Air Force plane loaded with supplies and members of an urban search and rescue team from Virginia took off just this morning, headed to the disaster zone. CBS's Chris Livesay is going to start us off tonight from the quake zone in Turkey. And Chris, good evening. That is quite a scene right behind you. Oh, that's right, Nora. The devastation is hard to fathom. Nearly 6,000 buildings destroyed, just like this one behind me, where the rescue effort goes on. And according to UNICEF, thousands of children could be trapped or killed beneath buildings just like this one across the devastated area. But tonight, there are also extraordinary images of babies surviving despite impossible odds. No, 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 no. In an instant, homes transformed into tombs. And then, life at its most vulnerable, a baby somehow able to survive. In Syria, a mother gives birth to a baby while trapped beneath the rubble. Rescuers are able to save the newborn girl, her umbilical cord still attached, but couldn't reach the mother in time. Astonishing scenes that push rescuers to continue the search, like here in the Turkish city of Adana. More than 100 people once lived in this building that's been reduced to dust. Rescuers tell us they pulled 35 people dead from the rubble. Only one survivor, a little girl now in the ICU. And the rescue effort goes on. Onlookers and rescuers hope to find traces of their loved ones, like Ismet Oschan, a lawyer. As time goes by, do you have any hope that they're alive? Probably they cold so much right now if they're alive and it's they have no water or something to eat to uh, warm up their body. Yeah, their chance is decreasing. But volunteers are desperate to help, like those flooding Istanbul's airport. More than 20,000 are already racing to find life. <laughs> However, getting to the devastated areas amid more than 300 aftershocks over mangled roads covered in rubble, ice and snow could prove the difference between life and death. <laughs> Now, these first three days are crucial. It's what search and rescue experts call the golden period in which the chances are highest of finding survivors beneath the rubble, like right behind me. And for the next three months, the president has declared the devastated area a national disaster area. Nora. Chris Livesay right there on the scene. Thank you so much. Back here at home, we are awaiting President Biden and his big State of the Union address. It is the first to a divided Congress. The president tonight will say he's created more jobs in two years than any president has in a full term. CBS's Weijia Jiang is at the White House with more. Good evening, Weijia. Good evening to you, Nora. Just released excerpts of tonight's speech reveal that President Biden will try to reassure Americans that his economic policies are working. He also has a direct appeal to Republicans saying there's no reason we can't work together and that fighting for the sake of fighting gets the country nowhere. Tonight, President Biden is putting the finishing touches on his address to Congress and plans to tout what the White House calls strong economic progress, notably a bipartisan infrastructure law, investments in computer chips and clean energy, falling inflation and record job growth. What I'm looking forward to working on from this point on, what we've done, and uh, just have a conversation with the American people. 
But a CBS News poll out today shows the majority of American people say the condition of the economy is bad and that the president's policies are making inflation, gas prices and the U.S. economy worse. How would you describe the State of the Union? I would say it's honestly really hard right now to be parents and raise a family in the United States. It's just not easy. Pascal Small, a registered Democrat and mother of three, says while the cost of living is rising, the quality is not. If I can see actual transformation happening in my community, then I see it's working. I see it's worth it. But if I'm not seeing that, then to me, there's a disconnect. President Biden could announce his re-election bid in the coming weeks and will argue tonight he still needs to, quote, finish the job, a task made harder with a newly divided Congress. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who will be sitting right behind the president, said Mr. Biden's policies have backfired. Inflation has exploded. Mortgage rates have doubled. Working Americans, after inflation and taxes, have gotten a pay cut. Tonight's Republican response will come from Arkansas Governor and former Trump press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She will call for a new generation of leadership, drawing a contrast between herself, the nation's youngest governor at 40, and President Biden, the oldest person to hold the office at 80. Nora. Weijia Jiang, thank you. Our coverage of the president's State of the Union address and the Republican response will begin tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you then. The other big story tonight off the South Carolina coast, the Navy is continuing its painstaking recovery of wreckage from the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down on Saturday. We want to show you these images that were released today. They provide a close-up look at the remnants that were collected on Sunday. Officials saying the recovery is going slowly across a dozen separate debris sites. Divers are in the water and explosive ordnance disposal technicians are checking the wreckage for any sign of self-destruct devices. We've learned some of that debris has been sent to an FBI lab in Quantico, Virginia, for analysis. The Pentagon saying today Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin actually requested to speak with his Chinese military counterpart on Saturday, but the Chinese official wouldn't take the call. Well, there were some frightening moments today aboard a United Airlines flight from San Diego to Newark, New Jersey, when a laptop battery pack caught fire in the cabin, injuring at least four people. We get more now from CBS's Carter Evans. Flames broke out just moments after United Flight 2664 took off from San Diego this morning. There was a gentleman, his bag was smoking, and he threw something out on the ground. And it was um, it was a battery charger pack or something like that from his laptop, and it burst into fire. I hear somebody yell fire. I looked forward and saw that the, I could see the glow. The Boeing 737 with 159 passengers on board was in the air for a total of 11 minutes. It was headed to Newark International before returning to the airport as smoke began filling the cabin. Some were gasping, screaming. The guy next to me ran to the back of the plane. The flight attendants were grabbing uh, fire extinguishers and running to the front. Since 2006, there have been at least 414 incidents of lithium batteries catching fire or overheating on airplanes in the U.S., 49 involving laptops. Here's what it looks like when one of those batteries explodes. The demonstration shows how intense the fire can burn. 
On flight 2664, United confirms a customer's battery ignited and the crew acted quickly to contain the device. The airline rebooked terrified passengers. I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Now, United says several flight attendants were taken to the hospital as a precaution. They used a fireproof enclosure to smother the flames. And, Nora, this is why lithium batteries are not allowed in checked luggage. You have to carry them on. They are no-no. Carter Evans, thank you so much. Now to that smoldering toxic scene in Ohio. Authorities there say the danger from that trail derailment, I should say near the Ohio-Pennsylvania border, it's far from over. And there's no timeline for when it will be safe for residents to return home. CBS's Roxana Saberi is there. Tonight, there is fear and frustration for thousands who remain blocked from their homes, not knowing when it will be safe to return. We're not hearing anything. Um, And that's part of the confusion. There hasn't been good lines of communication. Four days after a train carrying dangerous chemicals derailed, releasing toxic fumes near the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. Officials say they continue to monitor the air and water in the one-by-two-mile evacuation zone. But in a tense afternoon briefing, they offered few details about the possible dangers that remain. I want nothing more than to get my residents back home. I'm not an expert, subject matter expert on that. I'm a fireman. I put fires out. All right, no, uh, we're, we're done with questions. Thank you very much. This afternoon, crews were carefully removing the damaged cars. One day after authorities carried out a controlled explosion of some cars containing vinyl chloride, a hazardous carcinogen used to produce plastic pipes. But that explosion was expected to release hydrogen chloride and phosgene, a gas used as a weapon in World War I. Jamie Koza worries she and her family won't be able to live in East Palestine anymore for their own safety. And I think I owe that to my daughter, uh, no matter how much I want to stay. What makes it the hardest? My daughter. It's, you know, it's all the kids in town. It's, you know, thinking about their future. This church behind me is open to help evacuees like Jamie. Schools and businesses in East Palestine remain closed, and there continue to be checkpoints coming in and out of the area. Nora? Roxana Saberi, thank you so much. Back here in Washington, all eyes are on Capitol Hill. As House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said today that disgraced New York Republican Congressman George Santos could face disciplinary action if he's found guilty of ethics violations. Well, today, a busload of angry voters from Santos's district descended on Capitol Hill to demand his resignation. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the details. Santos has got to go! George Santos's own constituents are trying to turn up the heat on the embattled congressman, delivering petitions to House leaders today seeking his expulsion from Congress. Santos told CBS News he's not deterred by the protests and insisted he was going to meet with the group. If your constituents are delivering a petition asking you to be gone, is that a distraction for your work? That's their freedom of speech right, and I'll entertain a conversation with them every single day. I represent them all equally. Where's George? Where's George? But when they arrived outside his office late this afternoon, they were not allowed in. Have you actually tried to get in? Have yeah, you yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 That's the response you got from staff. 
One month into his term, Santos's troubles are mounting, including an FBI review of allegations he made off with money raised for medical treatment for a veteran service dog, a complaint to the Federal Election Commission about suspicious campaign expenditures, and a mysterious $700,000 loan to his campaign. Late last week, a man who briefly worked in his Capitol office sent a letter to the House Ethics Committee accusing Santos of sexual harassment, something he denies. Can't he still function as a U.S. House member? Who in Congress would touch him? Who would want to stand next to him? Who would want to be part of his circle? Congressman Santos denies doing anything illegal. Meanwhile, U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is not calling on Santos to resign. He says it's up to Santos's constituents and voters to decide. Nora? Scott McFarland, thank you. Well, now to a possible game-changing event in the world of big tech. Microsoft today unveiled a new search engine powered by that advanced artificial intelligence, ChatGPT. We get more now from CBS's Jonathan Figliotti. It's an exciting time. Um, in tech. In the online war for search engine dominance, Microsoft is betting big, more than $10 billion, on artificial intelligence. Now the question is, how is AI going to reshape the web? The company's Bing search engine will soon integrate some of the popular AI technology known as ChatGPT. Microsoft says instead of merely answering factual questions, users will be able to ask complex questions in an interactive chat. Do you think in this case, these results, artificial intelligence is going to live up to expectations? I think the answer is, is yes and no. I, th I really think that a lot of the excitement around ChatGPT is a kind of misunderstands how limited and how flawed the technology can be, how it, it, it basically just uh, gives you a sort of statistical average of what it's already read and it can make things up. Hello. Hi, Tony. How are you? Great. Microsoft's CEO spoke with CBS Morning's Tony DeCopel ahead of today's announcement. It seems like everybody is coming out with new products this year. Where is this going? Well, as you said, it's a new race, and, and it's a new race in the most important software category or the largest software category in search. Uh, let's face it, uh, Google dominates it. Google is also jumping in, this week announcing its plans to develop a similar chatbot called BARD. And with concerns about AI's potential for plagiarism, misinformation, and bias, Microsoft says it's taking measures to ensure the accuracy and fairness of results. The new search engine will slowly be rolled out to the public in the coming weeks, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you so much. Well, tonight there are shocking new allegations against an officer in the deadly beating of Tyree Nichols. We'll have that story coming up next. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. 
Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tonight, seven more Memphis police officers are under investigation in connection with the deadly beating last month of Tyree Nichols. Officials say the internal review is to determine if the officers violated city policies at the scene of the beating. Six Memphis officers have been fired in the case, including five who were charged with murdering Nichols. And tonight, this stunning news. The New York Times reports that court documents show one of those officers allegedly sent out photos of Nichols battered and bloody to at least five other people. Coming up, a dozen new moons have been discovered in our solar system. That Out of This World News is next. Exciting news tonight about one of Earth's not-so-distant neighbors. Telescopes in Hawaii and Chile have discovered a dozen new moons around Jupiter, bringing the total to 92 moons. That's more than any other planet in our solar system. All right, honoring the women of World War II, that's next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One of tonight's guests for the State of the Union is a young woman who spent half her life advocating for the greatest generation of women who kept America running on the home front during World War II. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. I'm so excited. 21-year-old Raya Kenny is no stranger to Capitol Hill, but tonight is her first State of the Union. Our goal is to get a monument built. It was the same sense of exhilaration when her bill, sponsored by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton, won passage in Congress late last year. It establishes a national memorial for working women in World War II, known as Rosie the Riveters. These women were firecrackers. These women were trailblazers. I think it's really important that we get their work recognized as soon as possible. They have never received recognition. That's what's so important about Raya's idea. The V formation symbolizes victory. We first met her when she was still in high school lobbying lawmakers. She came up with the concept of a monument for a fifth grade project inspired by the movie A League of Their Own. There's no crying in baseball! She reached out to 96-year-old Mae Cryer, a former Rosie who worked on B-17s and B-29s for Boeing. I didn't think too much of a child in fifth grade who had, you know, pipe dreams, and I thought, well, sooner or later, she'll just quit. 
She never did. All of us Rosies are just so proud of her. A can-do spirit transcending generations. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Capitol Hill. And a reminder, CBS News primetime coverage of President Biden's second State of the Union address and the Republican response will begin tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on CBS. And we hope you'll join us. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS's weird Lord of the Flies-style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Hi, I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Each episode, comedians join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently on The Big Flop, we looked at the reality TV show, The Swan. The problem, this dream opportunity quickly became a viewing nightmare. They were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts.